0: Hello then, welcome to the Philly Fan Basics Podcast, a podcast all about your Philadelphia sports. I'm Isabella Berker. Today we'll be talking about the Eagles and the Sixers and a little bit of the Phillies and Flyers in there. Welcome to episode one of Many. Okay. So, first, on our checklist, we're going to be talking about the Eagles in the playoffs. So, the Eagles have earned a bye week from winning the division in a win over the Giants. And are in the divisional round now. And guess who we're playing? The Giants. So, back-to-back games against the Giants. I'm sure you already know that because it's pretty much everywhere. And if you're watching this podcast, you probably already know. But if you didn't know, the Cowboys just beat the Buccaneers. Which is terrible because sorry to any um Cowboys fans here, but the Cowboys suck. We hate the we Philly fans hate the Cowboys. So that happened, which is not particularly good. But, besides for that, it, let's focus on the positive of the situation. We've played the Giants before, and the Giants are not going to be expecting, knowing what's, how Jalen Hurts is going to play, because Jalen Hurts wasn't 100% the end, the end, at the end of the game. Um, a few weeks ago, Nick Sierrani said that um, he was hurting during the game. So, that basically means he wasn't 100%, but... Hopefully he'll be ninety percent. Hopefully he'll be a hundred percent, if not ninety percent, and he'll be way better than he was before. Before, um, when they played the Giants. So, on the bright side of things, since the Giants beat the Vikings, one, we don't have to worry about the Vikings anymore, and now we don't have to worry about the Cowboys yet. I say yet because. Who would you rather play, the Cowboys or San Francisco? I'd rather play the Cowboys, honestly. Just putting that out there, because the Cowboys are playing San Francisco. I don't have high hopes for that game, but... You know, whatever happens, happens, and you can't change it. But, you know, you certainly can't get mad about a rant on a podcast. <laughs> which might be what I'm doing. So, yeah. And... um. Hopefully, Jalen Hurts will be good. I don't think there will be any injuries. Except for possibly, um, I don't know, maybe like one or two players. But I think we're going to be good. I am very, very, very excited for this weekend as I'm recording on the 17th of January, Tuesday. So, next up on our checklist is the schedule for this week for sports. So, obviously, like I just said, the Eagles are playing the Giants on Saturday, actually, which is interesting, you know, it's, it's interesting, um, that they're playing on Saturday, at 8.15, mark it on your calendars, um, the 76ers this week, uh, we have a game tonight at 10 p.m. on TNT, which is really cool, we get, uh, we got a nationally televised game. Um, And then on Thursday, we have the Trailblazers, unfortunately 10 p.m., not nationally televised. And then we have another 10 o'clock game on Saturday against the Kings. And then we return home from our road trip on Wednesday the 25th at 730 against the Nets, which is a nationally televised game. So we'll see what happens there. Obviously, Boo Ben Simmons, the Chick-fil-A workers, are going to have to be working extra hard this week. Or next week or whatever. So that. And the Phillies obviously have not started yet. Um, And we have the Flyers now. So the Flyers, whoa, they just went up 1-0. They are playing right now, actually. Um, And this is nationally televised, in case you're watching in the few minutes after I just posted this. Um, and then on Thursday, they're playing the Blackhawks at 7 o'clock. That's also nationally televised. And on ESPN Plus. Whoa, all of this week is nationally televised. And then on Saturday against the Red Wings at 7 o'clock. And then on Sunday against the Jets at 7 o'clock. And then on Tuesday on the 24th at 7 o'clock against the wit wi- The Kings, the Kings, the Kings. So, Yeah. That is the full rundown of this week, so I hope you will watch every single game. Um, but yeah, so now I would like to talk about the Phillies in the postseason. Boy, do I have a, I have a whole rant about this. So because this is episode one of this podcast, um, let's kind of recap everything that has happened. In the Philly season. Because you probably were watching, but maybe you didn't know some of this extra information. So, I... This run has been very emotional. I haven't been watching for many years. Mainly one. (laughs) But, I have been very, very into that one year. I've watched almost every single game. Except, like, when I had to go to camp. But, it has been a very, very interesting season, obviously, because the Phillies made history, went from a drought to the World Series, just, just, wow, just, wow, so, that happened, and, um, it's very, very emotional, you know, like, everyone, it's like, Where were you when the Phillies went to the postseason? It's like a very emotional thing. Where were you when the Phillies went to the postseason? Where were you? I'm asking you that question, too. For me, I was way past when I should have gone to bed because it was a school night, and I had school the next day. But I was sitting on the couch with my dad, my brother was upstairs sleeping, and we were... Freaking out. It was amazing when the Phillies played the Astros. Or Astros, if you know what I mean. But it was really, really amazing. Um, We were sitting on our couch watching on TV and watching Aaron Nola pitch a seven-inning no-hitter. Seven-inning no-hitter. Just let that settle in. It was amazing. We were freaking out. And then my dad told me this one thing that I remember. You never want to jinx it during a no-hitter. I am extremely superstitious. And I took that to heart. I, like, almost cracked and said it, and I was so excited, but I did You know, on Sports Philadelphia, because that's where we were watching it from, how, like, they do, like, the post like post-game thing, like, a few minutes before the game ends, like, say, like, hey, we're so excited, we're up next, like, stay up later to watch us. Um, yeah, they came on, and they were just pacing back and forth, just pacing back and forth, trying not to talk about it, because there was nothing else to talk about except that. Nothing. Nothing, nothing else, because we didn't know if we won the game or not. Obviously, every everyone knew this how big this game was and they were just pacing back and forth trying not to talk about it and it was amazing it was amazing 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 (laughs) yeah it was really really special so i was really happy and when we won i was jumping up and down the couch i was freaking out my dad even go, went to go wake up my brother and be like, "Hey, want to watch like the last few innings of the Phillies? It's really really exciting." He's like, uh, mm, "No, she's sleeping." It was <laughs> it was kind of funny, but it was amazing, and I will never ever forget that. And during the postseason, there were so so many things that like. So many memories, like dancing on my own, freaking out. I was in the car on the way home from New York when the when Brace Harper had the swing of his life. Bedlam in the bank, if you know what I mean. And it was, I was freaking out. My brother was sleeping in the car and I was trying not to wake him up. But I was freaking out. I was so, so, so happy. I couldn't even go to bed that night. I was so happy. Um, and I watched the Phillies go from, uh, series to series in the postseason. Had little parties for my birthday. I actually had a little party with my family while we watched the Phillies. And it was amazing. We won that game, but... And yes, it was very, very sad when we lost in the World Series. But, you know, you just gotta keep looking forward and... Yes, they lost. They had that no-hitter on my birthday, which was re- really sad. But, you know, let's go look at the positives. We made history. So, yeah. So, now what I was actually getting to talk about was the fact that um, what has happened this off season. you may be asking. Because that was the part that probably not people, not a lot of people knew. Obviously, there's this very big headline. If I mispronounce it, I'm so sorry. Trey Turner was signed to the Phillies. Woohoo! That is a major improvement. We got Tajan Walker. We got all these helps to the bullpen, which is significantly needed because our bullpen is not that strong. Um, we traded Matt Burling and Nick Mayton, which I'm so sad about because I loved those guys. But what you gonna do? So and with Bryce Harper getting surgery, hopefully we will have him back at playing in the outfield, which is tremendous, but you know, we have to wait until All-Star break. So until then, we've got this. We've got this. We got all these stars, Cal Schwarber, um Bryson Stott, Trey Turner obviously. We've Brandon Marsh, We've just been riding on offense, and it is amazing. I'm so excited to watch this season. So, we'll see. I literally cannot wait, but we got to take it one step at a time to get the Eagles postseason. We have all of these other things. And the Sixers, obviously, which is what I wanted to talk about next. So, game reactions. So, if you don't know as of time of recording this, um, the Sixers just beat the Lakers and the Jazz. If you don't remember, a about a month ago, Embiid had 59 points against the Jazz and a win there. But I'm not talking about that game. I'm talking about the game on January 15th. Um, sorry, my mistake, January 14th. We played back-to-back games and on the road, and we won by one point for both of them. All on like the same range, like we won by five more points. In the past, it from the Jazz game to Lakers game. So the score: Sixers one eighteen to Jazz one seventeen, Sixers one thirteen to Lakers one twelve. It could just be me, cause no one else is talking about this, but. It leaves me a little bit concerned that you, like, obviously it's good that you can hold up in crunch time and you can hold up the fort, but do the Star Sixers against the Lakers really have that tough of a time? Like, is it, it's just a little concerning that we lost, That sorry, excuse me, that we won by one in both games. And then the game before that, we got blown up by the OKC Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, what? That, it's a little bit concerning for me. Tonight, obviously, as I said, we're on um, national television. And I'm excited because the Sixers have beat the Clippers before. They've won by 20. It has been very exciting playing them. But, you know, that was home. So, we'll see. So, D'Anthony Melton is day-to-day, so we will see. What happens there. He has an illness. But he's still expected to play tonight. So that will be great. Um, so yeah. We, we will see after this game. How it goes. I don't know. We will see. I, I have more to talk about after. However. Now. Here's the big debate that I'm going to spend the rest of this episode talking about. And it's more than just me ranting, I guess, but Joel Embiid is better than Nikola Jokic and Jason Tatum. Maybe he's not better than Giannis. Maybe he's not better than KD. Maybe he's not better than, um, who am I saying? Um, Luca Luka. Maybe he's not better than Luca. Okay, okay. I respect that. I mean, I don't respect that. I still think Embiid is better than all of them. Say what you want, and miss has had some injuries, so okay, I okay, I'll leave you alone. But Nikola Jokic, and has gotten voter's fatigue, without even winning anything. But no, Nikola Jokic just won two years in a row, and like, he's the best. He deserves to win MVP three years in a row. And beat is the MVP. It might come back down to this, at the end of the season. It's like just what happened to Jalen Hurts. She- uh, I actually just found this out. Jalen Hurts didn't win MVP. What? The only reason was because that he had an injury. And I'm just so confused. Jalen Hurts 100% der- started to be the MVP, not Patrick Mahomes. People just hate us. They had Nicole Jokic win MVP last year for absolutely no reason. No, just because they didn't like Embiid. I am it's really annoying. Mita's better than Jokic in most stats. The only thing that Jokic is really noticeably better than at is his team's record. His team is um, a little bit better than the Sixers. They're, I believe, 30 and 13. Um, so it's a little bit better than the Sixers, who are 27 and 16. But, you know, it's all right. Yeah, they're 30 and 13, but whatever. That's fine. Okay. Embiid plays defense, though. Jokic doesn't. Jokic doesn't play defense like Joel. Joel can win Defensive Player of the Year. I truly believe in that. But, okay, okay. You strongly believe that Jokic is better than Embiid, Okay. Okay, I don't respect that, but you're just going to continue arguing with me. Okay. But there's one thing I have a really strong case for, and that I will fight you, fight you on. If you think that Jason Tatum is better than Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid Joel Embiid does not deserve to be number six on the MVP ladder. No, that's not how things work. Jason Tatum does not get to be an all-star starter, but Joel Embiid doesn't. I'm actually voting every day for that, for Embiid. That's not how life works. Embiid is better than Tatum in every single stat, except Tatum's team is better, and that's only because the Sixers have had major, major injuries. What do you got to say for yourself? Jason Tatum is not better than Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is better than points. He's better in rebounds. He's better than assists. He's better in blocks. He's better in defense. What do you want me to tell you? Embiid scores more. He's more consistent. The one thing about the difference between Embiid and Luka and all the other players, actually, mostly, is that Embiid is consistent. He scores 30 points, 33 points or whatever, every single night. He no has to double almost every single night. He is very, very, very consistent. Very consistent. And sure, he'll have his off days, but that, that's normally when there's something wrong or he has an injury. So, like, give him a break. Jeez, people. Embiid is the MVP. Embiid is an all-star starter. And if not, you know what? I might actually march down to whatever, to someone at the NBA headquarters or whatever and tell them that they need to make Joel Embiid an all-star starter because this is so unfair. So unfair. So that's it for episode one of this podcast. I really really hope you enjoyed, enjoyed and peace out.